Welcome to the Building Interest Podcast presented by LeaderBank, a series of free-flowing conversations on a wide range of banking and money-related subjects. We're here to discuss all the issues that impact your financial future. Want to buy a home, start a small business, secure your financial future, or maybe you want to maximize your savings ability or get your budget in order. We can help. Our talks with experts and influencers across the world of banking will set you in the right direction. I'm your host, Scott Barboza. Let's get to it. I'm sitting here with Sean Valentin, the Senior Vice President of Residential Lending Sales at Leader Bank. Sean, thanks for being a part of this. Uh, you're kind of the, uh, after Jay Tooley, our first test subject, if you will, on this podcast experience. Thanks thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this. <laughs> this is really exciting. And, and part of what we wanted to do with this series is really get into the nitty gritty upfront of people who are entering the home buying process for the sure. first time. Because let's be honest, uh, a, a, psycho, a psychologists will actually tell you it's one of the most stressful experiences of your life. But the good news is we're here to make it a little less stressful for everybody else. That's what we try to do, yep. Sean, there's a lot of moving parts to this, obviously. And you're an expert, and the team of loan officers at Leader Bank are experts in their field and make this easier than pie for everybody to do. But I got to say, the first thing for me, um, as somebody that has bought a home once before in my life, I came into it completely overwhelmed. Let's call it for what it is. What's the first thing that people really need to do to get themselves into the process? I think a lot of people might come into it and think, oh, I got to get a real estate agent. I got to do this. But it might actually start with the mortgage process, correct? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, like you said, it's just a tremendously nerve wracking experience. There's so <laughs> many moving parts. It's your life, too. I mean, you're, you're, you, I mean, this is where you're going to live. This right. is your home. Right. Um, so there's a lot, a lot going on um, and a lot to come to terms with. But I think financing, like you said, is the place to start. Um, and the reason is because before you start looking at homes, uh, the last thing you want to do is find a place that you love and then figure out that uh, you know that, it, that you don't qualify for it or you can't get it. So I think getting your finances in order uh, is the number one priority. Uh, meet with a loan officer. Talk to a loan officer. They'll um, go through uh, your income, your assets, right. your credit score. That's right. an important piece, too. Super important um, assets. Especially yep. If, yep. if there's something there that you don't know could be a hiccup down the road, right. identify that first um, and, and really dig into it. So a loan officer will sit you down, they'll, they'll talk you through the different options and different product sets, um, pull your credit, uh, look at your income, look at your assets, uh, figure out what you can qualify for, um, and then talk you through your options so you know what's coming. Um, down the road. Now, Sean, I think a lot of people look at the market and where it is and for, you know, reference for folks for recording this uh, in the the mid to late winter, but spring isn't all that far away. And everybody talks about the spring home buying season. It's very amped up. Uh, We've seen, you know, record amount of sales and purchases uh, over the last several years, really. Uh, from a little bit of a trend perspective in the you know your team of loan officers you guys have been going uh, I know we've talked a little bit about this in our in our off channel conversations you guys have been running at a level that is almost unprecedented do you expect that to continue in that competitive uh, market for people that are trying to get in and, and, and find a home because I know that inventory is is really at an all-time low as well yeah it's been unbelievable I mean things since the pandemic hit um, it and interest rates dropped 
Um, it's been incredible. I mean, the, the amount of buyer demand that's out there, um, paired with the refinance volume that was going on too. Right. Um, it's right. it's just been incredible, and and we do we do see it continuing. Um, rates have ticked up a little bit, so um, refinance volume has slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But as far as for uh, home buyers, it's it's incredibly competitive, um, and really nerve-wracking experience out there because it's there's just so many people that want um you know so few houses right Right now because it is winter um inventory is a bit low which it always is uh, around this time right um but that's it's exponentially more scarce this year um than in previous years prior to the pandemic so um it's a competitive world out there i think having a uh good strong pre-approval letter from a good strong reputable bank is very important um and uh, yeah, I, I think there's something really important to touch on there too. When you bring up the pre-approval idea, a lot of people think, "Well, what is actual pre-approval?" There's kind of like different levels of that, and I, I think what we want to really, you know, impart to people here to take away from this that's so important is really your journey does begin with that pre-approval process. That's very much the touch point. So I know you talked about a couple of the different factors that go into a pre-approval, but if you can go behind the scenes a little bit from the functionality of that and what your team does, sure. what does that process actually look like You know, from, from the institutional perspective? Yeah, and I think going back to your first question too, is, is talking to that, that loan officer up front um, and getting your ducks in a row includes getting a pre-approval letter. Right. And uh, the pre-approval letter, is a, it's a letter from a lender um, that shows your uh, qualifications to get a loan. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna, it will accompany the offer that you put on a house once you find the house right. and you submit it and it, it gives strength to your offer. The, the seller needs to know that you're qualified to get a mortgage. If they're gonna, take the, if they're gonna accept your offer, they're gonna take the property off the market. Um, the last thing they wanna do is take it off the market, miss out on other potential buyers, and then figure out down the road that, that you're not qualified for right. the loan. Right. So that's really important. I think also, what brand is on the paper on the the pre-approval letter is extremely important. It does important. mean something. It means a Absolutely. lot, especially right. in such a competitive market right. where you have you know multiple offers on a property. Um, there's certain lenders that stand out. Um, Leaders done a really good job of kind of separating ourselves off right. as one of the main uh, the top purchase lenders in the state of Massachusetts um, and building trust with real estate agents um, and sellers from a regional perspective too. Yeah. yeah, I mean we're the number number two purchase lender in the state. We did just under six billion last year. Mm-hmm. Um, three over three billion of that was was purchase um, direct. So we've done a good job of building our brand, delivering for customers, uh, making sure, especially on purchases, that we're hitting the, the right. dates too. The dates of a purchase are very important as well. Um, once right. that offer is accepted, correct. Yeah, so making sure that that the lender that you select is is able to deliver at those specific times because there's a lot of money tied up and there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of right. uh, you know things tied up. In it. I want to take a almost a little bit of a sidebar right there because you brought up something interesting when we were just sitting down before we were recording here. A little bit about your background, actually. Uh, you come into a situation with Leader with, uh, again, uh, an organization that is very well known in local regional circles, um, but also moving into a national footprint here. Um, in that credibility, you said, is such an important part of that process when you've come into leader bank to coming into a team like this, where you know, 50 plus loan officers strong, 
that is definitely a differentiator too, because when you go to other institutions, you might come into a situation where there might only be one or two, uh, you know, loan officers that are, uh, you know, servicing those needs. And it really in those situations, time is such a critical aspect as well. Uh, so the breadth of the team and being able to, um, you know, approach that at scale is, is super important. Absolutely. And, and we pride ourselves on having a, a small, very powerful team of loan officers. I mean, we have 55 loan officers did you know six six billion last year? So our average loan officer does you know more than hundred million a year, um, and they're, they're uh, some of the best in the business, um, and it's it's really important. And, and like you had mentioned, my previous experience, I was on the the real estate side. I was a real estate agent for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, I did business development for real estate companies and things like that. Um, but I can empathize with the situation on the other side with the, with the buyers, mm-hmm. what they're going through, and having that, especially with financing, because financing is is complicated. There's a, there's a lot of moving pieces, right. and right. having that trusted right. professional on the other side who you can, as you're looking for your house, you can run ideas off of or call, right. and what happens right. if I do this? What if I have to put down more money, less money? Um, that's really important. And so uh, you know, having a really good, strong loan officer in your corner is, is vital. Going back to the process, Sean, uh, I, I think one of the great misconceptions or urban myths out there is how much am I actually supposed to have put down on the on the first installment? Right. Uh, my my down payment. Everybody, you know, and their mother has you know that twenty percent. Obviously, that's the benchmark. Yep. That makes things so much easier. But also, we did want to spend some time, and I think this is super important. Is that that doesn't necessarily disqualify all people nope. from being able to get a mortgage. If we can spend a little bit of time getting into that, because there are so many different, you know, whether it's a federal, state run, sometimes local municipality. Uh, we're recording this here in Boston. There's sure. a lot of pr- programs through the city of Boston. Um, veteran status, those kinds of things. It's a it's a really big uh, a canopy of, of different mortgages that can be offered to folks. 100%, yeah, and, and it, it really is. It depends on the individual situation. Um, here in Boston, it is very competitive, like right, I mentioned. Right. Um, so 20% down is pretty much your standard. There's the perceived strength of a, of a, of a pre-approval letter or of a buyer um, where the more money you're putting down, uh, it's perceived to be stronger, right? right? right. Um, but depending on the situation, how competitive the situ- how competitive the, the uh, offer, it, how competitive your offer needs to be based on your area that you're looking, uh, the specific house and things. But there is a huge wide breadth of different types of, of mortgages. Um, you can put down as little as three percent um, on some loans. There, there's like you mentioned, there's government backed loans that allow you to put down less. Um, there's second mortgages that you can pair right. with a first mortgage right. to be able right. to put down less. So. It's really important to just go through all of those those scenarios with uh, your loan officer, and they have them break out like what are your different options, and see what's the difference between my payment if I put down ten percent mm-hmm. versus twenty percent, right. or right. and have those lined up ahead of time so that you know depending if it's not a competitive situation and and you don't need to to maybe you you, you can do ten percent down or right. or five percent right. down. Right, Sean, as we're getting into that, I think another particularly important uh, roadmap from that point is is what kind of mortgage uh, people talk about fixed rates arms which are adjustable rate mortgages uh, obviously I, I think as we look back in history 2008 thinking back to that there were a lot of things that were going on in the marketplace yep. that uh, have been reformed uh, both from a governmental but also from a you know an institutional perspective across the board walk me through 
a traditional standard fixed rate mortgage versus an adjustable rate. And sometimes I think maybe coming out of 2008, when people hear adjustable rate mortgages, they get a little bit of a, a knee jerk reaction to that. But like sometimes an adjustable rate mortgage might actually be the best thing for your situation too. It could be sure. Yeah. And again, it's up to the individual situation. Um, Your standard fixed rate, uh, 30 year fixed has been the most popular over the last couple of years, simply because interest rates have been so low. Um, You know, a a two and a half percent, 30 year fixed makes all the sense in the world because it's fixed for 30 years. Your principal and interest payment are going to be the same uh, every month and you pay that uh, over time and they're designed, amortized over that 30 years so that at the end of the the 30 years that your mortgage is paid off. Um, So it's very fixed, it's very set. You can do fixed mortgages, you can do a 10 year fixed, you can do 15 year fixed, 30 year fixed. So there's lots of options just in the fixed realm as well. exactly. Um, There's also, when you are amortized over 30 years, the front the beginning of the payments mostly is loaded into interest. So then as you move along that amortization schedule, more and more starts to go into principal. So there's things you can do like uh, bi-weekly pay, bi-monthly payments where you're, you're doing, you know, every other week you're making a payment as opposed to once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and that adds an additional payment for the year um, and kind of speeds you along that amortization schedule um, and kind of helps you speed up the payment paying off that house. Right. And some of those situations that might work for people that are perhaps trying to get into their first starter home and they're trying to think about maybe being there for that amount of time as opposed to this is going to be, you know, where we raise a family, those those kinds of things, correct? 100%. Yeah. And I think that that's the conversation to have with your loan officer too. How long do you plan on being in that right, property? Right. But right. also understanding all the different aspects because plans change, right? Right. And, and I plan on being yeah, in that right, house yeah. for five yeah. years. And Life then, comes at you pretty quick, right. you know? Right. So yeah. what, <laughs> not only is it the, the time frame, but what happens after that time frame with the loan? So if you do a seven, a, like call it a seven, one arm, sure. it's going to adjust after the seven, the, the seventh year. Um, what will the market look like? You don't know at that right. point. So right. there's, there's a little bit of a, a, a risk there. Um, Investors do a lot of arms right. uh, as well because it is a lower interest rate um, and you have flexibility to refinance or do something else down right. the road. Right. Um, but I think, again, talking to a, a good loan officer who's qualified who can walk you through your different options and see. I mean, if you're saving you know, significant on the interest rate mm-hmm. and you're, you know, it, it works for you, just understand all the different characteristics right. of it. Right. I, I think what we're getting at here is really be prepared coming into it. I mean, it is a a wild kind of process once you get into it, but once you go through these thresholds uh, in that first time, pretty much you're off and running a bicycle and trying to then at that point, you know, work with your real estate agent to to meet the challenges of the market on a a case by case uh, kind of circumstance. Yeah, and I think just just preparation is is key. I think the team around you is key as well. Having a good, good loan officer, a really good real estate agent, having people that you trust around you who are looking out for your best interest, um, is key as you get into this because it is it is very competitive out there. It is uh, it is a wild ride of emotions, and, uh, <laughs> and you want to have you know a, a good solid uh, foundation around you. Right now, Sean, uh, you know one thing we're really trying to do with this podcast series is as we really get into the meat and potatoes here is to give people a fully uh, all encompassing look at. Uh, all the different aspects of home owning, uh, renovation. We're, we're talking about. Uh, we were talking a little bit before offline about uh, you know HELOC and, and being able to get into uh, you know home improvement. But one thing I really want people to take away from this series as we talk about home ownership in particular is. I think there are a lot of questions that come up as we sit here in the beginning of 2022. Again, as we we talked about off the jump. 
there's a lot of momentum behind this market. We've, you know, year after year, uh, nationally, locally, we're, we're smashing records across the board. The one thing that comes up, I, I got to tell you, my friends, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a 30-something, so my friends and I, we're all kind of, I like to say, you know, when you go online at night and you start looking at properties, that's almost like fantasy football yeah. as, as you're getting into your 30s and you're starting to plan your future. The one thing that keeps coming up, and I got to tell you, and and also I want to just say this to our listenership, please, you know, send us questions as we're going through this. Uh, we're really going to want this to be a participatory process, and we want to know what's what's interesting to you to be able to help you in the long run. But one of the questions that I just personally get up from a lot of my friends when they're like, "Oh, you work at Leader Bank," and they're like, "Interest rates, interest rates." Everybody's talking about inflation, interest rates, Sean. I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't at least spend two seconds on it. Interest rates going forward, probably going to go up, but also at the same point, still a good time to buy, right? Still a good time to buy, yeah. I mean, um, interest rates are will most likely be going up um, over time. The, the big thing with the market right now is the inventory crunch, um, and right. it, it's a good time to buy. It's very hard to find a deal. Um, right. And so that, that, that's been an issue for buyers um, looking, and probably very frustrating. But if you can get if, if if you find the right house and you can get an offer accepted, um, it's a great great time to buy. Historically, interest rates are still even if they go up, they're still significantly lower than they have right. been in the past. Right. Um, and it's still, I mean, you know, three and a half, four percent is is over time is is historically a very low interest rate. Now, now, Sean, you see oversee an exceptional team uh, as we wrap up this episode. I think I'd want to give you the opportunity to talk to your team. And uh, I mean, really just a really tremendous as I've come into the organization and got to meet a lot of folks, some really just exceptional, very interesting people that, again, uh, we're talking off air, like how we all kind of come from different walks of life and, and different backgrounds. A little bit about your team and, and just what they bring to the table on, on a personal perspective, because I, I got to tell you, folks, I'm, I'm not just saying this as a member of the organization, but this is truly a community uh, person based enterprise and, and your team is, is really chief among that. Yeah. I'll well, appreciate that. Yeah, no, I, I could, couldn't agree more. Um, we have a fantastic team of uh, not just loan officers, but the, the, the support staff behind them. Um, it's a really passionate, a passion filled organization, very entrepreneurial. Um, we're out there working with uh, home buyers and sellers and, uh, and, and actually understanding and empathizing with what's going on behind the scenes on their end and then trying to deliver and make things easier for people. So um, our team's very hardworking, uh, very professional, great great group of people um, and looking forward to just continuing to grow um, and, and roll out new things that, that help the consumer um, on the street level when they're out there lighting for houses, finding, you know, finding the right property, um, and making it easy for them. So, uh, to our, to my team, thank you very much for all your hard work. Um, and then moving forward, you know, just continuing to, to keep our foot on the pedal of the metal, um, and, uh, making purchase the purchase process, especially easier for, for home buyers. It really is a person to person business when you cut, when you cut through all the numbers, totally all, the, is, yep. all the crunching, all that good stuff. And it's it such, really a, is such a person, a personal person thing too. Yeah. Sean Valentin. Thank you for being uh, our first official guest after Jay, and uh, we're going to be off and running from here. Thanks so much, Scott. Appreciate it. For additional information on the credit costs in terms of any of the loan types discussed during this episode, including current annual percentage rates, please contact LeaderBank at 1-855-294-4488 to speak to a loan officer. 
Adjustable rate loans, as discussed, have annual percentage rates that may increase after your loan closes. For more information on today's subject, visit leaderbank.com. In addition to past episodes, you can also find our corresponding blog entries there for more insights. This podcast is a production of LeaderBank NA, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 449250.